Well, here we are again, another Sunday night in the Taylor Park. And uh, are we Sunday for Sunday? We're Sunday for Sunday. Yeah. It's like almost like a bad habit, right? We, uh, I, I think, kind of mentioned in passing. Maybe Ted started to talk about Ben and Ted's excellent adventure in the Rocky Mountains last time, but uh, we really didn't get into the entire thing. And we're going to go ahead and let Ted bring us up to date, starting with the planning phase of his adventure out to Mountain Hippie Land. So it uh, all started when I heard Ben on this podcast. Oh, there's Ben right yeah. now. Is it? Is it? No. Um, Actually, it's Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but you know what? Um, the great thing about this podcast is uh, it's it's given me opportunity to connect with a lot of people, and Ben was one of those people that I did connect with. And um, I was headed to Colorado for work, Denver area, and uh, I figured that uh, I would reach out to Ben and just you know see if uh, there was an opportunity to get to fish. I'd fly in a day early, and uh, hopefully hook up with Ben and. So I messaged Ben and asked him, and he wrote back that uh, fishing in August in Colorado was closed. <laughs> and what and what was your response? Um, I, I said, well, oh, man, that sucks. Too bad. And, um, you know, I totally bid on it. And he said, you know, pure pro staff move here. He went... Well, you know, I have a special permit to fish, so, uh, you know, I can, I can get us out on the water. And um, so I actually, there I was, I, I believe that all the way through. And uh, fishing, for anybody who's curious, is open the entire month of August in, in Colorado. You know, it's always <laughs> been weird to me because we're used to, I mean, there's open and closed season on keeping fish here, right. different species. Right. But like literally, there's like opening day for trout in like all these different states. And I've never understood it, never cared to. Are you not allowed to fish for trout, say, in Michigan, period, other than a certain time of the year? Or is it just that, is it really relative to keeping fish? So most of the knuckle draggers don't care to fish unless they can keep them, and that's what, what the big deal is about opening day? Yeah, I don't know. You know what? And that would probably be a good question for Ben to ask, uh, especially out over there. Um, I mean, back home, I know that we do have opening days. Um, for example, they don't open musky season until June, right? So Okay, so uh, for example, if if I came up in May and we went on to the Seaway and we were casting and, and it was obvious that we were fishing for musky by the, by the way we're fishing, right? would the uh, Northwoods Law... Those guys would they like talking about like the mountain? Would they be in the bush and like with their binoculars and they'd be like, "Holy shit, we've got a couple guys that are out before musky opener fishing for musky." Like, um, you know what? How does I'm, that work? I, I'm pretty. Are you sure. not familiar with the regulations where you live? Uh, yeah, um, but uh, at the end of the day, I've never heard of anybody getting like penalized for something like that because I, I mean, I think enforcement's a little bit lax back home. Back home. Um, it's not like here where you have the FWC cruising around. Uh, for example, they were they were waiting at the boat ramp this afternoon when I when I pulled out. Uh, oh really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there were three park rangers and the FWC just chilling at the boat ramp. 
having a nice old conversation. Do they have a word with you? No, 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 no. No, they were cool, but um, they, uh, we don't have that back home. Um, You know, I think it's uh, enforced by local law enforcement, and uh, they couldn't give a rat's ass, um, you know, as far as I've seen. Um, But uh, that would be, I guess, uh, you know, a question for other people in whatever regions, but uh, we do have close season back home on several species, salmon being probably the biggest one, right? um, you know, where there's only a a few months of salmon fishing uh, of the year. But uh, getting back to my story with Ben, um, so, you know, I was led to believe that I was going on a super special trip, and uh, Ben uh, Ben obliged me uh, by, uh, you know, accepting my uh, my request and inviting me over to uh, spend a day with him. And um, it things started to kind of take a turn for the worst. Um, <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd received a notification that uh, my flight out to Colorado was going to be delayed, so I said, okay, cool, tried to get on a different flight out, and then uh, I ended up leaving the Montreal airport probably about... I want to say 10 hours later. Uh, Holy crap. Yeah. And so it what was, was... What was the cause for the delay? Just weather. I mean, it was. this is like flying into the Midwest because I was connecting through Chicago. There were a lot of summer storms. Um, what airline were you flying? Air Canada? D- no, generally I fly uh, American. Uh, but um, in this case, I uh, elected to fly United and just give another airline a shot. And it was just pure fucking failure. misery. Yeah. Um, but I will say the customer service that I received at the counter was stellar. And she, the girl did everything that she could to rebook me on she different Cana- flights. Was she Canadian? Yes. Apologized a lot? No, no, absolutely not. You know, and, and I mean, it's not her fault that we're, there's... We're sorry, Mr. McGreasy. <laughs> we're so sorry. <laughs> Do Mayor, you know who I am? The airplane is um, broken. Yeah, so um, we... Um, Anyway, finally got on a flight, and uh, I'd message Ben saying, like, hey, dude, you know what? I don't think I'm going to be able to make it out. Uh, I'm trying to get on, so sorry to, you know, d- you know, drag you around today, but uh, uh, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Finally, I ended up getting on a flight and getting out and getting into Colorado at uh, midnight, and uh, Ben messaged me when I was in the uh, – when I was at the Chicago airport connecting through, and he said – dude, why don't you just drive straight to my place instead of, like, going to your hotel before and then, like, trying to drive out tomorrow morning? And um, for anybody, I mean, Colorado is obviously a very big state, um, but uh, Ben's place is about two hours from the Denver airport. And um, by the time I got there, which was midnight, got my bag um, and then got my rental car, uh, it was about 1 o'clock in the morning, and I ended up getting to Ben's place for three. And Ben was kind enough to leave his light on, his porch light on, the door open for me. And he said, I have, well, he messaged me, but um, he mentioned that he had a spare room. It's it's nothing amazing. I said, no problem, man. I could sleep on the floor if you put a mattress out even. He said, no, no, we got a bed for you. If you could call it a bed. <laughs> and it's actually, uh, you know, it was one of these, like, old-time single beds, like, you know, Luga, pretty much right? yeah. two and a half feet wide. I mean, it's like a cot, basically. Uh, but uh, just, I mean, still, nonetheless, I was really happy to have a bed. Um, the thing is, the drive was probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to do from the airport to Ben's house. So... Um, to get to Ben's place, and much like getting to probably almost anywhere else in Colorado, you got to drive through mountains. And it's really, really hard to drive 
mountains by yourself for one uh, in pitch black. Um, I, I've never done it to this extent. And um, Carl, have you ever seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Of course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, you know that scene when he's driving at night, Pee Wee's driving he, at night. And he says, tell him Large Marge sent you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know that scene when he's driving at night, and so he's behind the wheel of his car, and his headlights keep hitting these signs, and it's got like these meandering turns on yeah, the sides yeah. just from this like fucking going up and down and yeah, around yeah, yeah, and yeah. the loop. That's exactly what it felt like driving through the mountains in Colorado on the way to Ben's place. Couldn't see jack shit. Okay, so. Did you find Large Marge or no? I, do, I was damn well close to it. That see? drive that you made. Probably tired. You've been traveling all day. Well, hang on. There's, oh, there's on. a caveat to that. Hold so. on. A caveat. <laughs> the, that drive. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that same drive at night snowing to the point that you can't <laughs> see the road any longer. And you're just 10 and 2 trying to keep. Knuckles are so wet, I bet. And, and there are people fucking flying, flying. by. Like. When we went and saw Ben, it was murderously snowy. Like, it was crazy <laughs> town snowy. And I was in a front-wheel drive little, you know, oh rental God. car. Oh, nice. It was – so I absolutely feel for you because yeah. it was scary, and it's a shitty road that you have to go up and over yeah. through that pass to get to his place. You know, I, I, imagined, I imagined it being really, really nice had I been able to see any oh, yeah, of what's yeah. around. Oh, yeah, sure, in the right daytime, out. it'd be like, yeah. you know, great views, yeah. all that. So I had actually, at the uh, at the rental car place where the guy um, kindly upgraded me to a Tahoe, uh, Ooh, the latest nice. model Tahoe, mm. which was uh, absolutely fantastic. Must they be are. nice to be rich. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I uh, I elected to purchase a Rockstar Energy drink. Oh, one Rockstar Energy drink. Wow. Only and, one. And um, right. well, I do, I don't drink energy drinks. And um, so you decided to skip the like the normal like the Red Bull, <laughs> and just, right? And just go the Rockstar. The Rockstar. Um, let me tell you, I was shaking after having drank this Rockstar Energy mm-hmm. drink. Just like wired, wired, wired. And I was like, this is great. I'm going to make it to Ben's. I'm not going to fall asleep. I'm not going to want to fall asleep. Uh, All I want to do is dance. Yeah, no, exactly. (laughs) Just literally, that's exactly how I felt. Pull over a couple times on the way just to dance. (laughs) Right. Are those shadow people? (laughs) Um, I was actually probably more scared that a bear would maul me. Um, shadow, jumping out of the winter, mountain lion, <laughs> shadow bear. Is that a shadow mountain lion? Shadow <laughs> yeah, lion. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was wired driving to Ben's, and so I actually ended up getting to Ben's, and um, it was nice and toasty inside. So driving through Colorado's mountains uh, at like two in the morning, a little chilly. It was uh, it was about forty degrees, oh. 35, 40 degrees. Um, and Ben warned me. He said, you know, make sure you dress, bring some layers and stuff like that. It'll get cold. Uh, so I said, all right. And uh, anyway, getting to bands, managed to get myself in bed, cleaned up and in bed. And there I went, put my head down on the pillow. And I couldn't fucking fall asleep because I drank a rock star energy drink. And I was up. like, oh, dude, yeah. Um, if anybody. So did, you, did you go to Ben and go, Ben, Ben. I can't sleep. I'm a little wired on Rockstar. Do you have any of that weed stuff you guys have out here? <laughs> stuff? So I uh, I basically spent the night staring at the ceiling, um, you know, um, 
you know, after having drank this Rockstar Energy drink, it, nothing good happened. And thinking uh, the same thought over and over and over yeah, again. Exactly. You don't know what that was. You know, it yeah. was it was the same song that kept playing in my head over right. and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you know, I have I have a young child at home, an infant actually. He was eight months old. And um, well, congratulations. Well, thank you very much. But uh, Ben also has a very Your body's very young back child. Really well. Yeah, Ben also has a very young <laughs> child at home. <laughs> And I swear, I don't know what it was, but I just lay there waiting for a baby to wake up. And I couldn't sleep worth dick. So um, sure enough, 6.15 rolls around. um, And Ben's uh, youngest, Lee, Lee, yeah, uh, wakes up and boom, like, I'm like straight up ready to go. Uh, You know, dad mode hit. Took a shower. Um, ben came down, and that was the first time we'd ever met in person. And so it was a <laughs> he's like, Holy shit, there's a stranger in my home. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I always thought Ben was taller. Oh, no. <laughs> and I didn't realize how redheaded he was. <laughs> really um, gingy, really yeah. <laughs> kind of angry, short, and gingy. So he actually, you know what? He was uh, he was actually a really good host. Offered me coffee and everything like Canadian that. bacon. And, uh, no, there was no mm. Canadian bacon. Uh, but um, him and his wife were, were were really kind, and his kids were you know just two great kids hanging out, very social, um, you know. And it was just really cool to be in a totally different area with people that were not that nice to to, to host me, and. Um, so we, uh, we we started getting everything ready. Ben was kind enough to load up the truck and get everything ready to, for our trip. And we were going to float uh, the Colorado River from the radium boat uh, put-in. Uh, oh, yeah, put-in. The put-in. The put-in. The put-in. And so Ben, um, you know, Ben asked me, he goes, you know, there, there's two trips that we can do. We can do the long float or the short float. And I was like, dude, I don't know anything about floating a river, let alone like your area, what do you recommend? He goes, I don't know. I'm going to do the long float today and I'll tell you how it is. So he sends me a message like a, a week before going, long floats out. It's just way too long and way too fucking buggy. And I don't know if you saw a post. It was a post um, uh, that he put up, and it was just this dude wearing pants with, with tons all the mosquitoes. of mosquitoes yeah. on it. And he's yeah. like, we're not doing that. There's no way in hell. And I was like, great. So we ended up uh, doing this short float, which uh, short float, I don't know, it was seven miles. Okay. For me, it was the longest float that long I'd one? ever been on. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, I didn't know what was short or long. Um, but, uh, I mean, getting a bit ahead of myself here, we um, started uh, actually, I mean, after loading up the uh, the truck and everything, getting all our stuff in. So um, you, you went in Ben's raft. Yeah, well, is this the first time? You've... Well, this is the the first time that I've that I've floated, but we're gonna, we're getting okay. a little bit too far ahead. All right, so, so let's back it up. Yeah, so um, backing it <laughs> from, up to from the, the top, from, from the, the top, top. yeah, from, from the, the top, top. <laughs> and on back, and bring it on back. Um, Three, two, one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we loaded up the the truck, and and the boat was all ready to go, and um, you know we're we, we're driving toward the ramp, and we stop for beer and groceries, and Ben proceeds to grab a cart and fill the cart up with provisions for the day. And first thing he grabs was a, a box of Chester's fried chicken. And uh, that was that was priority number one. 
Okay. Um, I asked Ben. I said, Ben, do you want me to grab some beer or something like that? He goes, yeah, you can grab beers, but it's only 3.4%. So I was kind of disappointed mm. because I was expecting some real man beers. But mm. unfortunately, I've, the only kind of I've beers that of you that. can get in mm-hmm. a grocery store are, are capped out at 3.4%. Yeah. Well, you've got to go down by the highway. You remember? That's right. Well, yeah, that's it. Don't go back by the mall. Go down to the highway. Yes. And get the... Remember? Where was that place called? Uh, that was awesome. Ben cut the best promo. Yes. Don't go down by the old mall. <laughs> go down by the new mall. Down by the freeway. And go to crappy liquor store number six. Uh, we have to ask him. We'll have to ask yeah. him. He'll, he'll know it. Yeah. So Ben, after we picked up all our groceries and stuff like that, we oh Ben absolutely had to get a donut. So that was that was his number one thing. He's like, I don't eat breakfast, I eat donuts. Really? Which is really surprising because Ben is like a toothpick man. Uh, He's like little sack of bones. Yeah, little sack of bones Mm -hmm. um, with red hair, Mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of funny. Crazy red hair too. Yeah, very almost like clown hair. (laughs) A little, oh, ginger, just like <laughs> little ginger bag of bones, that guy. Um, so, and sure, <laughs> we wrong color hair, but I always think Kramer when I'm around him. Mm-hmm. Oh, a little Kramer, mm-hmm. like anyway. a little short, angry Kramer, ginger <laughs> version. Um, so, as we left the grocery store, we're we're now on our way, final stretch to the ramp, and um, you know it's just so amazing to be out there. You don't, I personally don't ever get to see that every day, you know. And so it's like for me to drive through the mountains in Colorado uh, with Ben, and like just like Ben's not even thinking about it because he sees it every single day. But I'm just so like amazed at what I'm looking at. The scenery is. Are just you hitting incredible. him with questions like what's this? Yeah. What's over that way? And you know, Ben Ben's really, really smart when it comes to his area. He's he's a very savvy guy. Um, you know, I mean he uh I think he studied in fisheries management. He did. Um you know, but he's been in Colorado a, a long enough time to know uh, the what's like, what about where are the, the white women at exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, he's he's a very smart guy, and he was he was able to educate me on a little bit about uh, Colorado, the landscape, um, what it was you know what it was all about, what he was out there for, and um, you know just his story with getting out there. And it was it, it was really cool to hear because, one, you don't get to see that kind of landscape. Two, you have no idea why the fuck somebody would want to seclude themselves so badly like that. And, well, you know, Ben really put it in perspective. So uh, it was kind of cool. Uh, but he also did inform me that he was kind of a screamer at the back of the boat and uh, to, to, to not be alarmed when he would shout at me. And uh, he kind of gave me the down low and the 411 on how to fish for trout because I'd never floated a river, let alone uh, fish for trout that way. So, okay. um, yeah, so I didn't know what to expect at all. You know, it was troubling to me because you, you edited that port, that little part right there. When we were out on your boat, what, 10 days ago, you said that Ben told you that he was like me and he might scream at you (laughs) to which I was like, I don't scream. I really don't. Not on the back of the boat. Just now I may glare and disapproval. Uh, There might be some disapproval. (laughs) Disappointment. But I'm not, I don't yell. I don't. You feel the burning on the back of your neck. That's right. No, no, you, you, you don't yell. And, and I think you kind of took that a little bit out of perspective. What 
Um, I was just quoting you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he Direct said, she quote. said, you know, really. <laughs> okay, so meanwhile. I the, said, I said. This it's is not a, that big of a deal. <laughs> ben is very intense about yeah. his fishing. Yeah. Ben wants you to succeed. Like, there's a there's a, a weight that Ben is carrying that he wants to see you be successful. And I think maybe the the potential for his frustration in trying to guide you to success is what he's warning you about. No, and and I agree. And especially because this was going to be my first time. So, you know, I mean, I didn't know what to expect. And I said, Ben, you know, just between you and me, I don't mind if you're going to be like that. I'm extremely receptive. I'll be able to take it. But, like, you know, I mean... I'll let you know if you're being a dick. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, he was he was really. I'll cool apologize about it. first, but then I'll let you know. <laughs> right. You're a dick. Yeah. Right. He, I'm sorry, Ben, but you're being a dick. But, right. Did you have to warm him up at any point? No, not at all. No. Um, he was so he was um, so disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Shut up back there, you little ginger prick. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that. You curly-headed fuck. You little fucking wild hair <laughs> bastard. Were, were there, there? There was no. There was you, never like you redhead wildling girl. <laughs> it was like, come on, Ted, just men. God damn it, men. Oh, well, hang on. We'll, we'll get to that. So um, <laughs> we'll get to that. Ben has an assortment of bowls that he carries with him. Uh, mixing bowls, mixing bowls, yeah. mixing bowls, salad bowls. And, uh, bowls you know, he bowls. he proceeded to show me his collection of bowls, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I said that was a very nice collection of bowls. <laughs> uh, but you know, I I personally think that you can you you should keep your bowls to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> not that I have a problem with bowls, uh, but uh, you know, uh, so you certainly didn't want Ben's bowls on your chin. No. <laughs> yeah, or I definitely didn't yeah. want Ben's yeah. bowl touching my mouth. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's Ben's way to loosen up for the day. So you know, I mean, he just wants to show people his bowls. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we proceeded to head over to the ramp and uh, the put Where? in. The put in. Oh, the put in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I recorded. Not to be confused no. with the ramp landing. or the landing. Yeah. Um, Ben's probably also going to mention when we do speak to him that um, I bought four sandwiches at the grocery store uh, for myself because nice. I just didn't know how what much food. Yeah, ham. Um, actually, yes, I had a ham sandwich. I, was, I saw you take one down pretty quickly this afternoon. So. I just really like ham sandwiches, man. <laughs> so I go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. I'm not going to get into the, the whole fucking ham thing. Again. So uh, we finally <laughs> we finally get to the put in. <laughs> we finally get to the put in. We, lo- we load we right load the now. boat up and we um, we head out into the Colorado River. And uh, Ben's giving me a crash course on how to cast at the front of his boat. And um, you know, he said, I'm just going to tell you, like, you, you look at this water, his potato chip water is what he calls it, which is kind of like water with a little bit of ripples uh, in it that's like a little bit fast moving. Um, he said, just scan also just along the bank. And whenever you see a rise, just, just fucking send it. And so um, we started out a little bit slowly um, just to get used to casting uh, Ben's five weight. Now, is it is it tough to cast a bobber? <laughs> no, well, we weren't casting with a bobber, okay? We were fishing hoppers, and uh, so they were uh, oh, you're, you're throwing dry flies. Yeah, okay. they're throwing dry flies. Terrestrials. Um, 
And um, terrestrials, I, I do like that. What was really difficult to cast was Ben's rod and strip line out from the reel because he'd just driven over his fucking reel and it was bent. So he was like, I didn't straighten these out yet. But like, he was like full blown, like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. But like, his, I mean, it was pretty tough. I'm not going to lie. I mean, he's probably going to not make it a big deal. He's going to be like, no, whatever, the kid's a pussy. But yeah, okay, try stripping line off your fucking real Ben, you dick. Um, <laughs> so, so what you're saying is, uh, you got to use his uh, yeah. client rods. Right. <laughs> well, I didn't know he had other rods, right? So, I, I mean, at least he brought them on this trip versus the trip that he drove out and didn't bring any reels for his yes. rods. His Cara outing. His Cara outing. But, uh, you know, we, we were floating, and then literally about 10 minutes in, um, I'd hooked into a fish. And uh, I was, we were both super pumped, you know, because this is my first time out trout fishing, let alone floating. And uh, like there was a nice sized rainbow on the end of the line. And Ben's like, there's something wrong, but he's pulling like a motherfucker. And I ended up ass hooking this yeah, rainbow. I'll hook him. <laughs> nice. So it was an ass hooked rainbow. Uh, pulled it in, and Ben said, don't worry. It counts. You got the photo, but and I'm not going to tell anyone that you ass hooked it. <laughs> and I said, it no, no, I'm sure there's going to be other fish. But, uh, you know, it was still pretty cool. But uh, literally, I want to say maybe two or three minutes in, we made up for it with another rainbow on the line. And it was just, the feeling was just, so it, it, it's almost like, you know, you have a weight on your shoulders. And as soon as you get that fish that first in the boat, fish changes the whole just, dynamic. Yeah. It's like, all right, we're good. Yeah. And, um, th- there were a lot of fish on the day. So um, I want to say we brought about 14 fish to the boat. What um, different species? Yeah. So I'll, I'll get to the browns in rainbow. Uh, ben hooked into a white. I didn't hook into a white because I can't bob a cater fish, nymph for worth shit. Euro nymphing. Yeah. Euro nymph. <laughs> I don't worth know what that shit. means. Yeah. I just um, say it a lot. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think euro nymphing is when you don't have an indicator and you're. Just kinda whipping just, some little tiny nymph. Yeah, kind of without an indicator and setting your depth. You just kind of let it do its thing. Yeah, I don't know. Do you want to make wiggle your... I don't know if your mic was working there, Ben, a bit. Oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> is, is, it is it switched nice. on? It says on. Okay. Well, well, we'll sort it out in a bit. Yeah, yeah no worries. Yeah. Um, so... Um, we hooked into a couple rainbows. One was ass hooked. One was hooked in the mouth. There was an ass hooked whitey. It was, no, there there was an ass hooked whitey that mm. Ben Euro nymphed. Okay, uh, but it, Ben was really happy about that. Oh I remember my god! It on the internet, like, yeah, oh, he was well. really pumped about ass hooked whitey. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. he was super pumped. That that's where he was like wild stallion. That's where he's like, I think I should rename my boat Wild Stallion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in honor of Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, but uh, mm-hmm. Ben and Ted's excellent adventure. Um, so a little bit further down on the uh on our float um banjo music yeah banjo music mm-hmm. <laughs> um oh, i'd, I'd hooked into before. another fish and it was a brown and um i gotta say the difference between rainbow and brown was just like night and day in terms of how aggressive the brown was versus the rainbow. And it's not that the the rainbow wasn't aggressive and wasn't like flippy and jumpy out of the water or anything like that, but just the brown just took it to another fucking level. And it was really, really cool to see that difference. You know, I mean, 
I really said, like, oh, whatever, fuck, rainbow, brown, like, who gives a shit? It's not going to be, like, too different. And then, like, literally just felt the difference, and it was just, it was a world of difference for me, you know? First time, it was great. Um, There was a weird section of the river, not a weird section of the river, but there was a section of the river that we had, like, spotted rising fish, and they just they just kept rising to the same spots and we ended up casting for 15 20 minutes to these fish and they just fucking stayed there they didn't move on the spot was the same and it was just wild we had probably in that spot easily six or seven fish on the end of the line and it was just such an incredible thing to to experience on the river and ben's like i i haven't seen this like i haven't seen it so for him, it was totally new also. And nobody floated past us. So it was like just, it was just us the entire time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Was, it was, it, was it a weekday that you were out? Uh, yeah. It was okay. a, it was a Wednesday. Uh, it was a Wednesday. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, ben only fishes on, uh, I think Wednesday and Thursday in the week, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and then also on the weekends when he can, if, if he has, uh, if he's got uh, friends or family that are out, but, cool. uh, yeah. Um, so that was really cool. And, um, I mean, there I hooked into a brown much bigger than the first brown that I'd hooked into. And that fucker jumped like crazy. It was wild, man. This guy was like, I mean, aerial. It was like watching the Red Bull air race. Uh, you know, how this guy was jumping out of the water and flying around. And we didn't get him to the boat, but, like, that was easily the best fish of the day. Um, Ben might be able to tell you how long, you know, it was from his best guess, uh, estimate. I have no clue because I was just like, so focused on, yeah, bringing it in. Um, do you think that the loss of that Brown had anything to do with the shitty equipment that you were handed? I mean, did you get it on the reel? I, I gotta fight it on the reel, man. That's right. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta get it on the reel, man. Mm-hmm. No, actually, um, I I didn't put anything on the reel. I just uh, I just stripped everything. You were doing mostly. it wrong. Yeah, I know. You were doing know, it wrong. I know. And you're fucking pro staff. Yeah. Well, you know. I mean, hey, I'll, I'll tell you one thing that I did right. I trout set. Uh, I didn't strip nice. set on the. On, you know, no, no, don't strip set. I I trout set. So, you know. Um, that was it, but you know the equipment was kind of shitty. Now that I now that you mentioned that, um, mm. Ben was also missing one of his guides from from his <laughs> from his rod. <laughs> nice. So those, it was a, a guideless. <laughs> he gave you the full reel. on crackhead rental yeah, yeah. rod. <laughs> he ran over the so reel you know, of his car. Th- there may be there may be an argument that could be made that Ben really should get a rod vault. That oh. way his equipment wouldn't get run over. He's too cool for that. He's too cool for it. And well, he needs I, it. I think he's actually just holding out for it. Um, if It's Denver Outfitters that sells those, Correct. right? Well, there's a new one, too, Riversmith. Well, if whoever yeah. is the supplier of these, you really would do yourself a big flavor if Ben Sittig, the pro staff king, right. had one on oh, his absolutely. rig. I mean, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. Does have a Toyota. Right. He does. King he shit does. a turn mountain. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um so, so so how long was your trip? How long did you guys spend on the river? We we spent um I think about maybe like six or seven hours out on the river. Okay. And uh we That's cranked decent. about we cranked about maybe 
20 to 30 beer. Nice. Um, <laughs> beer but there is were just not water. like deer. It's, it, there's an S. <laughs> there's a, there's a Canadianism. There's a Canadianism to that right. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, they were water for you. Yeah. Yeah. They, oh, they're they three, yeah, the, the three, the, yeah, the three, yeah, three, four, even, yeah. even at altitude. Right. Um, it's like six beer beers. Yeah. So the, the funny thing is like, there's a lot of guided, uh, white water rafting trips that will float by you. Um, and you know, it's just funny to kind of see because everybody always asks you like catching anything, catching anything out there. And like, <laughs> you know, I could just see Ben is just so tired of that question from guided trips. <laughs> and so we actually, there were, there were these two kids that were like on these floaty kayak things and they must've been no older than 18 or 19 years old. So Ben just unleashes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Ben, Ben just looked at one of these kids and like, you know, they look like literally L.A. bums, they've got, like, their Patagonia hats on backwards, nice. uh, you know, wearing those um, uh, neoprene uh, PFDs that are, like, you oh, know, the yeah, ones yeah. you get on a wakeboard, yeah. oh, okay. you know, yeah. all totally yeah. kitted out. Yeah. And Ben goes, hey, man, how's your float, dude? And this one kid gives him the hang loose symbol and goes, nar float, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, like, as my. loud as he possibly mm-hmm. can. And mm-hmm. then both me and Ben are just trying to contain our laughter. It was just so fucking funny. Um, maybe Ben will mention that. But, it was, I mean, it doesn't sound funny, me telling it like uh, that. But it was kind of funny. I don't think I could have myself. It was pretty funny. Um, so, you know what? All in all, it was, uh, it was a great day. Um, and Ben... Carl, you were saying that Ben was really excited when he hooked into his whitey. Um, ass hooked whitey. Ass hooked whitey. Right. He goes, oh, it's a whitey. It's a whitey. Uh, oh, it's an ass hooked whitey. And he right. asked me to grab the net and land the fish. and uh, To, like, make sure it was still ass hooked. Yeah, yeah, to make yeah. sure it was still ass hooked. And um, <laughs> I go to put, I put the net in. Miss a fish, and he looks at me. He goes, "Oh, where are your guide skills?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could probably hear it in the video, but um, I, I laughed at that. And uh, you know, I mean, just getting out there on the day with Ben was uh, a really, really great experience. Um, and um, and after Ben ass hooked his whitey, was it like really chill after that? I mean, you got your first fish; it calmed down a little bit. Then Ben's like, you know, ass hooked like whitey, he like and then rolled it was over so in bed cool. and like lit a cigarette, right? And like just looked at the ceiling and was mm-hmm. like, "That was great." Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "I don't cuddle." Yeah. So we uh, <laughs> we 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 finished our float, um, and probably about half a, half an hour before um, half an hour before finishing the float, I I was just so fried. I was so fucking tired from not having slept the night. And, uh, and 15 beer. And 15 beer. You needed another energy drink. <laughs> yeah, I needed I needed another energy drink. You were and coming down you were, finally I was 17 hours later, coming down, down on that so, monster. So fucking hard. And I was I looked at Ben and I said, dude, I am so fucking fried. Show me a goddamn 7-Eleven immediately. <laughs> and, you know, he was he was cool. He's like, man, we can just float the rest of the way. Ben casted uh, out to some fish and... Um, um, I mean, we didn't really land too much heading to the takeout. Um, That's right. Yeah, the takeout. (laughs) 
But uh, we just, once we got to the takeout, we just kind of hung out, had a couple beer, and... Uh, <laughs> More beer. Did you enjoy the shuttle service? You know what? The shuttle service was great, and... Uh, who, I, who was it? D- you don't know. That's the thing. It's <laughs> like, you're in... So the takeout is in this, like, weird fucking, like... <laughs> Tra- like tent park. It's not even a trailer park. It's like Get a the tent park. <laughs> out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a it's tent like park. It's like a gypsy yeah. tent. Well, you know, bit, I, like a tent I city. At, I looked at Ben. And I was like, dude, like this a is tent, like, like a campsite, or yeah, like, like a fucking tent, like city? a campsite, like tent city or campsite. Could have been both. Like, I'm like, are there tarps? Um, maybe not. I don't know. I can't like remember. blue tarps. Could have been. <laughs> How long had people been there <laughs> for the weekend or forever? There was the, the, uh, there ever was, yeah. <laughs> forever yeah. Um, were there cars by these tents? How or many were there yeah. shopping carts? No, right. there were cars. There. How many <laughs> did they run? And how many tires were just around? Um, Barrels and tires. How many? <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Where the hell did Ben take you? <laughs> I, I don't know where the takeout was. I'm but I just got really I concerned. Ben, I, I looked at Ben and I was like, dude, it reminds me of the Home. Hill, the, I like this. <laughs> the Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was like, yeah, pretty much. And uh, <laughs> where said, we're stopping. Thanks, so he said word and got out of the boat like it was no big yeah. deal. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, Ted, stay here by yourself. See you later. <laughs> So we finished up the day, and we ended up uh, driving back. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> uh, we ended up driving back, and, uh, you know, I mean, I was just so wiped, and I, I had a great time with Ben. Uh, that's all I got to say. I got so some, did you did you crash so who at Ben's place, or did you have to head back I, to Denver? I, yeah, I did head back to the Denver. The shuttle service. Was, yeah, I had, I had work-related function the next day, so. Work-related function. So you so never did meet van? the, the shuttle driver. No, you don't meet the shuttle drivers. Um, that you, I mean, I'm sure you have, but like it, people have. But when we were pulling out of the parking lot and like heading back, um, there was just and I'm sorry if any of them are listening. But did you, it was just did, did you like did you hillbilly pay, Did you pay for the shuttle? Well, you leave the money in the car. You leave the money. Oh, yeah, leave no, the money but on did the you? Yeah. Did you? Because it's custom that if someone's taking you. Well, you should pay for the shuttle. I asked Ben. I did pay for the shuttle, yes. All right. Um, and I asked Ben well also uh, whatever else I could take care of. I took care of the groceries. Did he uh, say a handy? Was, yeah, he asked me for one, but I just wasn't so did sure he? because he was trying to give me his balls before. <laughs> <you know. laughs> and your hands uh, were beat up from the gear. Yeah, that's right. it, man. Right. You know, they were all kind of chapped and clammy, and I was right. just kind of like, no, nah, not right now, Not buddy. feeling <laughs> it. Yeah, not feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> Could be the red hair. <laughs> yeah, no handies in the boat. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I still don't. I still don't get the turn. Okay. I still don't. <laughs> well, get that's the why they call it a trout weenie. You're right. Is there a fucking van, or is it a, like who brought you back to your car? Okay, no, so, no, no. so they, no. they they come and they pick your truck up at the put in and they drive it to the takeout. Right. Yeah. And so you're already floating. Is this a they homeless re, person? They reposition and, your you vehicle. Know, I'll tell you what. Probably is a homeless person. By the way that they look Listen, on the I'd way out of that fucking lot. If somebody's <laughs> going to get in my car. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. No, I'm not. I'm not comfortable with this. I mean, you're leaving them a twenty spot. Here's twenty bucks in my car. Drive it, and the keys are there. like in the. Right. You know, we left it on the front left wheel. And they just come get your keys, let yeah. themselves in, dig through your center console till we'll they be, find the twenty yeah. you left. We'll be maybe, at this put out. Maybe borrow your bowls. 
take out. And then you just, and then they drive your truck and your trailer time. down to the other spot where all the tent people go through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> check out what you got in the car. And then How they lock people, it up and yeah. pretend like they have no idea How many people what you have under the there? seat. Yeah. How many people were living in there? Like when I did, you got dude, back? there was easily probably about 40 to 50 tents. Dirty Mike and no, a No, I mean is. in the car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like a family of four and their dogs. Yeah, exactly. Inside the car. Correct, back. yeah. Yeah, they were, they were all hanging out on the trailer. They they put their tent up on the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> a little lean-to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this sounds really fucked. Uh, <laughs> so did you uh, leave a good review for Ben on TripAdvisor? Yeah, well, you know, yep. I, I went to his guide site, and he asked me to write a review for him. So, you know, I did. I said, you know, once you get beyond the red hair, uh, the shouting, and the bowls, you know, there's <laughs> Ben's a great guy. Right. You know, d- <laughs> and great guide. <laughs> <laughs> No, he was he was cool, and it was it was a really good trip. And if ever anybody, uh, especially around this table, gets the opportunity to fish with Ben, you'll have a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Well, cool. Well, let's uh, take a little break, and then we're going to take back to the top, mm-hmm. and we're going to hear the exact same story. But will it be the exact same story? We don't know. A little game of telephone. <laughs> until we have Ben on the line here in a few minutes. So we'll be right back for the second installment and the final word from Ben on Ben and Ted. On what bum drove Excellent back <laughs> adventure.
what you got going on over there, buddy. Internet. So tell me something. That yeah. music could only mean one thing. A white person with what color hair? Oh, ginger. A ginger? Yeah. For that lives on a cul-de-sac. Oh. Cul-de-sac? Yeah. Could it be the one and only, the careless Ethiopian? The cul-de-sac Ethiopian. The cul-de-sac <laughs> Ethiopian? Ben? Are you with us, buddy? Ahoy, dudes. Hey, buddy. Oh, oh Ben. So um, we're, we're playing a little game, and uh, the game that we're playing is Ted told his half of Ben and Ted's excellent trout adventure. And uh, we're going to allow you to tell the exact same story <laughs> from beginning to end. And we are going to be able to see just how different the perspectives were from the host <laughs> to the hosted. Sure, sure, sure. So we, we need you to like start from the very beginning, including any wacky regulations that might be in place in the month of August. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. It's that weird rule we have around here. Um, all right. Very beginning. I don't remember when it was, but Ted hit me up and said, Hey, I'm going to be out your way. Let's fish. And I say, Oh wait, you're going to be here in August. Oh man. Sorry. Bad timing. Everyone knows Colorado's closed to fishing in August. <laughs> so I asked him if he could reschedule and uh, I think he did his best to shuffle some things around, uh, but then uh, <laughs> I don't know how if I clued him in or if he figured it out himself. But um, yeah, we can totally fish in August, so that was bullshit. Um, but I got you. I think I got you on that one. Um, you did. You did. You had yeah. me going. You had me going. Yeah. Well, a lot of places have closed seasons, so I figured that was easy. Okay. So, so Ben, if the season is closed, uh, and I don't know if that happens for you guys or not, but like, I think in Michigan, for instance, it doesn't happen here ever. Okay. So if I were in Michigan and I were fishing and it was obvious that I was throwing a bobicator with a nymph for egg for trout during closed season, is it illegal to fish or just illegal to harvest? And that's what it means by closed season. Do you no, know? that means it's illegal to even go fishing, and is my understanding. Really? Um, yeah, like um, I know some of those Midwest places have that, or like Missouri's famous for it, isn't it? Like that opening day shenanigans shit. Um, yeah, I believe just trout fishing in general is illegal, and I don't know if you can go, you know. Soak hey, a hey, Ben, line. hang on a minute. Yeah, Ben, hold on just two seconds. Be back. Mm-mm-mm. All right, you there, Ben? Yeah, continue, Ben. Go ahead, buddy. Um, well, I mean, I don't know if I necessarily know what I'm talking about, but uh, <laughs> closed season means you can't fish for a trout, at least. I don't know if you're allowed to go fishing for other things when there's a closed trout season. Well, I was um, out, when I was out in, what, I guess, Missouri, they do a lot of stocking. So right. they kind of have a season-ish. Um, I don't know if it's you know completely banned or anything to to fish otherwise, yeah. but there uh, there'd be no reason I to. I, I think it's probably different anywhere you go, and there are certain places like North Carolina has that delayed harvest stuff where 
you can fish, but you can't keep them until like late summer or whatever, when they're all going to die anyway. Right. So it probably just depends on where you are. Yeah, yeah. And I've I've lived in uh, only places I've ever lived had open trout seasons all year long. So you know, it's just that's what I'm used to. Is I just go fish whenever you want. You they, know, they just so, did uh, a uh, they just did a catch and release only. For parts of South Florida, yeah, Southwest with, with Florida, like, yeah, with red tide and all that kind of stuff they got going on. So, for, for what kind of fish? I think it's blanket. Yeah, blanket. Spotted sea trout. Wow. Yeah. Redfish. Redfish. Snook. Snook. So, so inshore stuff, not not like snappers and shit. Uh, that's a good question. I don't really pay that much. I mean, attention. snappers being like red snapper, a little bit deeper, yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, uh, potentially. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe on the in Atlantic states, side. yeah, state waters, maybe. You know what I mean? Within yeah. three miles yeah. or whatever. So, so going back to your side of the <laughs> yeah, story, yeah, <laughs> got off topic. Yeah. We got off topic. Um, so we arranged things. I think uh, oh, I remember. I Ted, uh, I thought you were going to come out on a weekend, and I was like. Listen, don't take this the wrong way, but I really don't want to fucking fish on a weekend. <laughs> uh, and I was trying not to be a dick about it, but I really didn't want to take fishing on a weekend because I don't like being out there on weekends. Uh, and then you're like, no, 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 wrong month, pal. I'm going to be there on a Wednesday. So then I was uh, all smiles after that. Um, so, you know, whatever months went by, and then uh, – Ted was supposed to arrive at a certain day and time, and we had some logistics worked out. And then, as seems to be so common these days with everybody, the flights got completely fucked up. Um, I don't remember if it was weather or what, but you know, nothing worked out as planned. I'm sure Ted had a long day in the airport. And then, um, you, let's see, what did we do? We lots of phone calls back and forth and texting back and forth. And then um, last-minute plans were Ted went to came to my house. I don't know if I'm, I should be telling this story to you, Ted, or to get to them. No, it's <laughs> like just it's, it's open, just <laughs> open. Um, uh, so Ted uh, showed up at my house. He'd never met me or my family before, and you know I've been through this scenario a ton of times so some dude I've never met before showed up at my house in the middle of the night while we're all asleep just like so many times and, uh, dude just like the movie your Uncle house Buck. I like that <laughs> I like that yeah, with all these fishing all this stuff that we do and all oh yeah fishing yeah for sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's 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 not the first time I've met someone over a cup of coffee in my kitchen in in the morning. <laughs> in your when own house. You know, <laughs> like, hey, yeah. morning. Nice to finally meet you. <laughs> you know, it it, it yeah. wasn't even it wasn't even awkward, Ben. That's the thing. It was no, like you know, it, it was like, hey, what's up, man? What's going on, bro? And like, it was really cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah or Ted was like, feeding the I boys. In the morning, like, yeah. hey, there's there's little there are kids in the house. You're gonna we're gonna be up early, but you know the drill. You're like, I got a little kid too. Trust me, no big deal. So, and that's um, it's just part of what we do. And yeah, I've done that many many times. So I knew I knew it was gonna be all good. Um, so Ted had a really really long day before, um, or that day got very little sleep. And um, I can't remember if we left real early. I think I made him not leave the house too early. 
but uh, we hopped in the boat and drove down. Um, I've never seen anyone eat more for breakfast, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> Ted eats a lot of food. <laughs> um, a lot more than me, anyway. Uh, but he's a bigger guy. So, um, uh, What did we do? We did uh, Radium to Rancho, right? Yeah. So, wait, um, hang on. Before we get there, Ben, because um, I was just, I was telling everybody a little bit about the conversation, you know, and just talking in the car and, you know, th- that whole process. You know, what was that like? Was I lame as hell or was I at least <laughs> was like, like an enjoyable conversation? Shit or... <laughs> I was just trying not to focus on the Canadian accent too right. much. Right. <laughs> yeah. Does this rock formation uh, it was have fine. I don't remember anything weird about the conversation. Um, um, yeah, so I thought it was fine. You were a very cordial fellow and easy to get along with. Thank you. Is that not the answer you were looking for? No, no. I, was, I, I you know, keep in mind you're trying to substantiate my claims. <laughs> you know, in, 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 in about in you court. being a nice guy. <laughs> With purpose. <laughs> I thought it was fine. I like to play tour guide. I was probably like pointing at shit and talking about historical things and and fucking birds and shit like that. So um, that's typically how the drive to the river goes. So, um, was there something I'm missing? What stood out for it for you, Ted? Um. No, I mean, I guess you'll find out when uh, when, when we release this <laughs> podcast, Ben. <laughs> right. But anyway, right. you were saying we got to the ramp, uh, the lot, the put in, the put in. Sorry. The, yes, yes, the, the place where the boat goes in the water, um, not the place where the boat goes out of the water. Those are two different places. Yeah, so I just want to make that clear. It's, and now it's just um, one of them, like a weird. So bum encampment instead <laughs> of, both of them. instead of a put in, would it not also be a launch? It, technically, yes. If you want to use that vernacular, that it would be acceptable. Okay. Um, and then, like the when yeah. the takeout could be like the landing. Typically, the launch is the put in, and the takeout is the landing. Nice, That's correct. Nice. And then the ramp is more ambiguous. Ramp, you know, you can that could be either one. You got to keep people on their toes. <laughs> Keep them guessing. Yeah. yeah. If you want to talk about um, ambiguity, so, Florida's the place. They're all ramps, <laughs> baby. They're all ramps. That's right. That's what I've heard. I know there's been uh, intense discussion on this subject. <laughs> um, so, do you want to hear the rest of the story? Hell we, yeah. We'll, we'll love to. <laughs> um, we put the boat in the water. Uh, you know, we did all the rigging and stuff before you get in the water, and we did all that. Um, I don't remember anything super notable there, um, even though there might have been something that happened. My my memory is not the best these days. Um, what I do remember is that shortly into the float... Well, uh, hold on. We get started, ben, ben hold on a second. So I know that sometimes... Um, you're fishing with friends. Sometimes you actually do guided trips. Not super often, but sometimes, correct? That's right. Okay, so when you take someone, for instance, that's that's a sport, do you have one set of gear that you bring for them, <laughs> say, versus <laughs> anyone else, like a, a buddy that might come out? Not really, because all my shit's pretty... Either gear, 
So I don't, I don't care if my rods get broken. They've all been broken. Everything's kind of beat to shit. I'm not, I'm not a gear freak. So no, Ted uses. I don't. Well, Ted, did you bring your own rod? I don't even remember. No, I used your, <laughs> I used your gear, Ben. You, you said I got uh, all yeah. the gear. I got you, you. I got you is what you said. Yeah. No, and Ted used the same rod that I've been using most of the summer. So no, okay. I don't differentiate. Okay. None of it's really fancy shit. So whatever. <laughs> Any yeah. other have like cu- the custom touch of like a, a a truck tire or anything like that? Missing a truck guy. tire. What do you- Have you ever backed over in your reels, Ben? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Zach. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, see all my shit beat it. I forgot forgot when in time that happened. So I guess that was the day before Ted showed up. I was organizing some shit or something, and yeah, I ran over my, like, main fishing bag and, uh, it's a shame the day uh, before yeah. Ted got there that you weren't on one of those Tenkara adventures mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a different uh, that's a different adventure later on um, so you know, it was actually pretty amazing the, uh, the bag took a little bit of damage but the inside I was shocked like oh no I uh, I exploded some uh, sunscreen and bug spray Ooh. into this like horrible combination inside the backpack um, all over some stuff. Uh, but I couldn't believe it didn't, like, melt the backpack. It's a waterproof fish pond backpack. You know, it's not like Cordura or something. Um, but it, the backpack took, got a couple holes from running over it. And uh, I didn't think it suffered much damage until we found out that that reel makes a little uh, rubbing action and squeaking noise. <laughs> But it was fine. We're trout fishing. It was a fucking deal. Drag doesn't matter. It's just an it's just an it's just an annoying sound when you're pulling out line or reeling it back in. And I can't remember if it was the same day. Like I was trying to wrench on it this one day and fix it, and I never really fixed it. And then like a week later, I start I figured out what the real problem was, and I was started bending a different part of the reel, and I and I fixed it. It's not 100, percent but it's better. Also of note. It is a lamps and light speed, which is notorious for if you fucking spit on it, it's going to bend the frame and, and start rubbing. So, yeah, I was asking for it. Running over with a with a Toyota probably wasn't the greatest thing for it. <laughs> but it didn't matter. It didn't stop Ted from catching a whole bunch of trout. Well, tell us about that. Um, so... I didn't, I, I'd never met Ted, I didn't know, I knew he was kind of new to fly fishing, but I didn't know if he'd ever, like, been in a surf boat or, well, raft, whatever, and, you know, the, the extent of his trout fishing. So the first couple hundred yards of river consisted of me doing extreme crash course in how to catch a trout from a boat. Um, and we went about a quarter mile, and I'm, his flies out there in an, in an eddy, and I'm yelling at him about some shit. And then all of a sudden, he's got a fucking fish on. Uh, we had a sacrificial lamb of a rainbow trout that decided to impale itself on his on his fly. Um, I thought something was a little funny, by the way. It was hooked, and I predicted what was going on. And I set where we, uh, we got the fish in the boat. And I'm sure Ted already told you this, but the fish was not hooked squarely in the jaw 
it was somewhere off to the side, askew, I don't know, on the side or the thin or something. Was it ass hooked? So we celebrated. Huh? Could it could it have been ass hooked? It wasn't quite in the butt. As as general nomenclature, Mm -hmm. Um, anything in the belly counts as the ass. Uh, So I had ninety percent of the body counts as the ass. (laughs) 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 Uh, Um, I had to break Ted the sad news with his first trout with Sal Hook, which I felt like a dick, but. You know, I couldn't let Well, you got to keep Ted well-grounded. You can't let him, you know, yeah, well, you stroll can't. into your raft and, like, within the first quarter mile, you know, be Ted Williams or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Oh, he's a natural. Look at that. He can catch them. Um, I don't know. Just got to keep it real and legit, and I just let him know the situation. I was fairly confident that he would catch another one throughout the day, so I wasn't worried about... His, you know, his only trout being a, a foul hook trout, so it's no big deal. I just teased, I teased him about it, and uh, and uh, he teased me back, and it was all good because it wasn't long, maybe another quarter mile before he hooked a nice brown, barely in the face on a grasshopper, and uh, and that was a really nice fish. So he got a rainbow and a brown right away, and then. Um, we caught a lot of fish that day, and we caught them all on grasshoppers, which is the name of the game all summer. Very nice. Now, the yeah, the good time. Colorado, where you're fishing it there, are there any cutthroat in the Colorado at all? Did he have an opportunity for a cutthroat? It would it would be an anomaly to okay. catch cutthroat down there. It, it happens. I've caught a few, but it's not common. Right. Okay. Yeah, rainbows, rainbows, browns, and assets, whitefish. There you go. <laughs> See, what, I was going to ask you what the most celebrated fish of the day was. Well, for me, ass hooked whitey. Ass hooked whitefish. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was all of all of nine inches. But uh, you know, when I go, what my part of my routine is, we just fish dry flies and we're going down. I don't like to fish nymphs from the boat, but I like to pull over. And, you know, have a beer or whatever. And I like to pull over in a, in a nice hole and see if I can nymph up a whitefish. Now, yes, um, I talk a lot of shit about nymphing in August, but I'm really hoping for a whitefish personally. So that's my uh, hypocritical get-out-of-jail-free card or whatever you want to call it. Um, so I'm just hoping for a whitefish. And uh, to ask like a whitey is just, you know, just something right about it. There's something. <laughs> just something feels good about it. Yeah, it's just. You know, it's just like, ah, oh, yeah, there it is. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> uh, and it's great because you can tell. I don't know if this happens with redfish or I don't think I've foul hooked too many redfish, but when you foul hook a trout or a whitefish in a river, you can tell well before you see the fish. Yeah, they the feel radical. Wiggling around and shit. Yeah, yeah, they and feel red. They, a lot of times they feel huge. Um, but you can tell. So it's like, nymphing a deep hole for Whitey and then you feel that wiggle it's like oh yeah in the butt for sure (laughs) (laughs) it gives me a sense of satisfaction oh yeah so let's let's just touch on something I just can't (laughs) seem I just can't seem to get my head to wrap around you leave your car keys in your car (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Am I right? 
and then some dick don't. comes, <laughs> some stranger, and you give them to a stranger, and you put money in your car keys in your car. They get in it. You trust them to get in yeah. your car <laughs> and drive it to a different place and leave it there, and it's cool. It is. It's standard procedure. Um, things have happened in the past, but I've never had anything happen. The worst thing I've happened is they never came to get my car, but that's because I was pushing it into, like, November and shit. Um, but, no, it's standard procedure, man, not just around here, but all around the West. There's, you know, entire businesses built on just running shuttles. This one that we use, um, they service a certain stretch of river, and I know they told me they do over 100 shuttles a day on a good day. A minimum shuttle is 40 bucks. So they're doing okay. It's just a, a bunch $40? of $40? $40, yeah. When you, I year, it was oh, no. Nah. Wrong business, 40. Carl. No. I remember when it was 20. <laughs> But um, it's just a bunch of dirtbags riding around in a van, riding up and down the dirt road with the with the sliding door open. Mm-hmm. Whatever, I don't know. Throw beer cans out or smoke cigarettes or something. Um, but it's a uh, smoking it's cigs, <laughs> looking for yeah. meth pee bottles. So, the, 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 what most people do is they leave their car keys in their gas cap or on top of their tire or behind their tire. And then they put their money under the floor mat. I was at a at a uh, landing one day, oh. and I saw a guy with a lockbox on his trailer, like a key lockbox, you know? And I was like, shit, that's genius. So I have a spare key that lives on a lo- in a lockbox on my trailer. And I when I, I call the shuttle people, I say, this is, you know, make, model, vehicle, blah, blah, blah. Keys in the in the lockbox. This is the combination. I lock my keys in my car and never think twice about it. Um, or I'd make sure that spare key's in there before I do I that. just but wouldn't. Another spare key. I just wouldn't do that car. in Miami. I mean, yeah, no. well, I mean, you don't really do like one way float trips in Miami, <laughs> but still. Although, are you guys. Next time I'm down there, I would be totally down for doing the, the shuttle thing and going, you know, north, south, south, north. Oh, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd be, I'd be down for that. You, do, you got, like, double um, the day in one day. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, but anyway, the shuttle system out here is, is standard procedure, not just here, but all over the West. Um, yeah, I don't it's a normal know. deal, man. You take a certain amount of risk, and there are some places more like the desert river trip style where certain boat ramps have reputations for tweakers coming and breaking in your shit. And, you know, there is a little bit of a risk in that, depending on where you are. But our daily stretch, like, nobody, that's not happening. It's, it's pretty trusty. This is insane. This is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Not, they not trust, like they trust each other as that's humans. Happening. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get there someday, Florida. <laughs> so, uh, Ben, how would you uh, rate the angling skills of our favorite Canadian? Was it a good day on the water, or, or did you find yourself uh, reminding Ted to mend all the time, and no, and, and it was a struggle? Fine. He did fine. And I tell this to all the new people, you know, like, the first half hour, hour of the day is is going to be a bit of a clusterfuck. I'm going to be throwing a ton of shit at you. But that, after that first half hour, you're going to be a lot better. And after that, 
hour, you're going to be a lot better. And at the end of the day, you know, we end up a nice team. And, and Ted pretty much followed that program. Um, there was a lot of tutoring in the beginning. And then by the end, I didn't have to tell him where to cast or, or what to do. We just had to keep un, unhooking fish and releasing fish. Do you Do you feel like so, Ted spent more time fishing or eating ham sandwiches? Um, Well, I think he spent more time untangling than eating ham sandwiches. There was a fair amount of untangling. Why do you assume that our favorite Canadian's Ted? Have you you never heard of Celine Dion or Tom Green? (laughs) Right. Are you guys cheating on Ted? (laughs) Drake. Something you should talk about. Drake, Snow. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot to choose but, from. No, there's I, at least five Canadians. I think, yeah, I think he did great. Um, um, and speaking of mending, I, we did a little bit of mending in the boat. It's up to me, really, to make him not have to mend. So, at the very, I mean, basically, all we do with mending is, you know, we'll throw the fly out there and just throw a little mend upstream. So it's up to me, and I like to pride myself on being able to not even talk about mending ever. Now, yeah, from a teaching aspect, you want to teach somebody about mending, but it's easier for everybody, I think, if we can just take the mending out of the equation by teaching someone where to cast and how I handle the boat. Does that make sense? Oh, it does. Perfect sense. Did did you uh, give Ted an opportunity to row at all? I don't think so. Uh, probably not. No, I've, I've been pretty much the only person on my oars most of the summer. Cause you know, I, I heard that it was a pretty gnar float. Bra. It was like a, yeah. So like, I was hoping that he would have been given the opportunity to, uh, get a little of the gnar under his belt. Yeah. Bounce us off some rocks. <laughs> 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 no thanks. <laughs> no thanks. It's it's a little bit gnar. We went through class three rapid, um, but uh, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's not somewhere you would want to fall out of the boat. But it's not necessarily death defying. It's uh, gnarly enough that uh, our friend Willie lost his phone in that rapid yesterday. He was taking pictures and he got bounced around. And phone phone went right in the water. There there he goes. That was a bummer. I mean, that was on Friday. Um. No, I, I I kept Ted up front the whole time. All he right. kept some fish, and he did. Very nice. Well, Ben, what do you got on your schedule? Uh, I, I know uh, we had talked about maybe seeing you in South Carolina, but that doesn't seem to be uh, going to happen. I well, think that's uh, that's not going to pan out. Unfortunately, I was uh, we we were really psyched to do that, but it's just not going to happen for us this year. Um, we have friends there and we want to see all you guys, but, uh, we're very, uh, uh, earnestly looking at doing that next year. Uh, but on my plate right now, I am currently packing for a trip that we leave on tomorrow morning. So, um, we have nine people or 10 people. Uh, we're going to go over the Green River. We got four boats and we're going to do a three-day float over there. So I leave tomorrow, so I got a garage full of gear. I got the boat hitched up, and we're uh, 
I'm, I'm chopping vegetables and doing all kinds of prep for our trip. So we're looking forward to that. This is more of a uh, family style adventure, less of a fishing trip. Yeah. It's a fair, it's a pretty good mix of both, man. The impetus of the whole thing is a family trip. Uh, it really starts started because it's my mom's annual birthday float. Um, my mom is almost 70 years old, but she loves to do multi-day river trips. So every year for her birthday, I take her on a trip. And I try to make it a family trip with my wife and kids. And then um, we started going to the green so we could do a little bit of fishing as well instead of, you know, desert trips and things like that. Um, and we really like it up there, so we've been doing that every year. And uh, so we know people that fish there, and we know people that we've invited other people. Um, it's mostly fishing people, but they're all aware that this is a family trip. And my uh, roster or my crew on my boat has shifted a lot and but we're leaving tomorrow and it's final as i've got my mom and my four-year-old um and me so no wife and no one-year-old but at least we're going to have one kiddo out there and my mom and then uh, a whole bunch of dudes fishing so i'm stoked i think it's gonna be a really awesome time all right well it sounds like an awesome time um we're gonna let you get back to uh Chopping up the zucchini and the squash and uh, getting everything ready for the big trip. Brussels sprouts and asparagus. Oh, okay. Nice. Keeping it green. Nice. Yeah, it's all green. All green. Uh, Well, I hope you guys had a fun time today. I was following along. It looked like it was a blast. And uh, good to talk to you guys. We'll speak again soon. All right, Ben. Take care, buddy. We'll talk soon. All right. Later. So, I don't know. I think that uh, was pretty... uh, Pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. You know, I, I think uh, Ben actually tried to cut out any embarrassment uh, that Ted was already willing to share, which mm-hmm. is pretty stand-up. Mm-hmm. Not that there really was any major embarrassment. No, 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 that there wasn't. But, you know, the... Uh, Let's talk about the ham sandwich count. That's right. <laughs> Man, look, I really like my <laughs> ham sandwiches. <laughs> the country you know, ham, nothing, city ham. like a good ham sangy. Black right. Forest. Black Forest, American style, Canadian t- type. Tavern ham. Tavern type. There's Canadian bacon, <laughs> which Ted says is just ham. Right. Is So he ham. likes Canadian bacon sandwiches. Right. Like, what do you, what kind of ham is Canadian bacon? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, are we going down this road again? Like, like, I don't like. I just feel like maybe it's like country ham, city ham. No, it's not country Salt ham for sure. Ham. No. Salt of the earth, Carl. You're salt of the earth, buddy. <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of this someday. Well, uh, let's take a little break. And Ben mentioned it. Uh, I think we owe it to ourselves to do a little debrief on the day's activities. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah every yeah, time yeah. I look over at uh, the Australian at the table, mm-hmm. I'm reminded of just how sunny it was today. <laughs> right. And uh, I think we should come back and talk a little bit about uh, the soiree on the lagoon this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. You got something queued up to yep. take us to break? <laughs> Yeah. 
shattered dream Another lesson about a naive fool Who came to Babylon Found out that the pie don't taste so sweet Now his guitar's Cadillac He'll fill in music Lonely, lonely streets that I call home So uh, today was the big Labor Day weekend celebration, and uh, I think we pulled it off in pretty fine style. Uh, had uh, Bree and Wilds yep. in town. I had an opportunity to go out on the Outlaw with uh, Miss Brenna and Wilds. We fished for, I'd say... 35, 40 minutes, just, uh, you know, last of the details, getting stuff packed up here. Shannon was working on getting all that squared away. Wilds was kind enough to uh, bring the uh, pork butts and uh, got those on the Traeger, uh-huh. mm-hmm. got the Traeger started up. and uh, Drink pork butts by Traeger. Yes. Yeah. And... Uh, it was the first run at uh, using the Traeger app on the phone to uh, monitor what was going on. But uh, we went over just around the corner from here. Um, for it being a holiday weekend, we found a nice little flat with no boats on it. Easy peasy. Redfish were there. Redfish were happy. I fed uh, Redfish straight away. And... As hard as he wanted to eat it, I was equally determined to uh, take it away from him. So, I mean, he held on to it for just like that split second that, you know, line goes tight, then Larry curses. And (laughs) that's that's pretty much the uh, extent of my fishing for the day. A few more shots, but uh, I managed to send a fly into a mangrove, and uh, it's... It's still out there if anybody's looking for a nice little crab fly. Uh, nice. It's, it's nice hanging in a mangrove over there. It's free for the taking. And uh, we uh, boogied back here to the new little uh, community dock that's over off the little island and uh, kind of behind where the uh, north dock is and came over and got the dogs, got Shannon, and uh, loaded up. That's where we ran into... Uh, Mark and Ben over in the channel, and uh, we kind of got the caravan headed that way, but it didn't remain a caravan very long. Mm -hmm. No, did not. By the time by the time I ran into the caravan, it was completely broken apart. (laughs) Carl's situational awareness is something we need to talk about. Uh, (laughs) It's pretty much non-existent because I turned around, I was leading the parade. 
Marie and Wilds were in the outlaw behind me. And then I saw you guys coming into Bissett, heading towards Slippery. And then I saw this fantastic, like, crazy blue skiff, like, busting up into the middle of our parade. And I was like, who in the hell is that? And it was Carl. Like a knight in shining armor. And, and apparently right. Carl was wearing blinders because even though he cut you guys off. He did, yeah. He claims then never get, to have you. seen you guys. I didn't see you. <laughs> I didn't see you guys. I didn't see you. You, you were too comfortable. Yeah. It's in a nice cushy seat huh? in front of the console just soaking in the just. rays. <laughs> soaking in the rays. And, and uh, I don't care if you guys are like breaking down in, in trouble. I didn't even know. Huh? Well, we got to Eldora, and I look over my shoulder to see, you know, that the parade was still intact, and it had gone from a five boat parade to a three boat parade, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So I come off plane. Everybody else comes off plane. I'm like, "Where's the last time we saw Ben and Mark?" Like, you know, the the whole idea was Ben and Mark had said they're not very familiar with uh, these parts. So we need to hang out here and see if, like, they come around the bend. And after a few minutes of waiting and not seeing you guys, I gave you guys a jingle on the phone and found out that there was... uh, Trouble in paradise. Mechanical troubles. It was like an Allegiant flight. Shit was going (laughs) south really quickly. Really quick. So uh, you guys uh, did what anybody should do, and that's... Just ditch the broken boat on a shoreline <laughs> and uh, <laughs> proceed, right? Yes, sir. So uh, once we knew that you guys had a plan and that you guys were going to consolidate, we went ahead and took took it on up to uh, the sandbar across from JB's, which uh, Ted was patiently waiting for us to arrive. Ted, how long had you been there by the time we made it? Uh, about 20 minutes. Oh, so three ham sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three ham sandwiches later. And two beer. Yeah. Carl, are you having trouble with your uh, hearing? Yeah. Well, I don't I don't know. I don't. Is Mark here? I'm here. Or Ben? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see you guys earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Still trying to figure out who's all here. Who's all here. Look at those two goons struggling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Prior to us coming uh, to the sandbar, Ted was kind of holding it down on his own. But you got to to see like the entire dynamic of the JB's plastic hatch and and it working in fine fashion. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely a sight to see. If ever you're in New Smyrna Beach, take the opportunity to <laughs> <laughs> wade out to the sandbar just in front of JB's and do yourself a favor. Just post up there with a, a lawn chair and a beer and enjoy. What happens to cr- cut across the sandbar? With uh, rent, rental kayaks. Rental yeah. kayaks. Oh, yeah. tandem, yeah. tandem rental kayaks. Mm-hmm. and uh, Some of the greatest family fun ever to be observed can yeah. be observed right yeah. there. Te- team building. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. team building. Yeah. Um, you know, I... Some people call that domestic violence. <laughs> like, <laughs> like my violence, like I like my beer. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really funny when you watch somebody drag... A kayak across a sandbar with somebody else still in the kayak because they refused to get out of the kayak and it's put too deep here. Water. It's too deep here. <laughs> Touches grass in there. Sharks. Put my feet in there. Yeah. Sharks back there. 
I would have to say that the the dogs probably had the best time on the sandbar today, bar none. I oh mean, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Un freaking believable the level of energy that Ann and Skip and Cabo have. It's just and we were pretty sure they'd be out like a light. Yeah, and they yeah, were. They no. lasted well into the evening. Yeah, yeah. They sure did. Yeah. So uh, we hung out maybe what hour, hour and a half on the sandbar. Yeah, you know, I I'd say. say about that. About yeah. that, and then uh, went over to JB's. Uh, partook in some warm beer and cold food. Uh, standard JB's fare. And uh, it was only ninety. Nine and a half degrees. Holy oh, yeah. smokes! It was hot. It was hot. It was day. like comfortable and cool at the sandbar and on the dock, as compared to sitting, sitting <laughs> yeah. in baking. Yeah, yeah. I, I almost think that like they're piping in heat back there to make sure they turn tables. It's like turn you're tables not- and sell beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep selling drinks because it was disgusting. It was brutally hot. So. Uh, we pretty much bugged out and and left the tab. I don't remember who was if we had paid quite yet, but just like left it like like we got to make it out to the dock. Like we yeah, 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 just to be yeah, able to right. survive. Yeah. <laughs> the you remember uh, that for next time. We just leave the tab all together. Yes, absolutely. Just, peel just out. go. Yeah. <laughs> Too hot. So Little right. hog and jog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hog and jog. Rip and dip. <laughs> so, uh, Carl, when when we left, where we, which way did you guys go? Did you guys launch at River Breeze? We launched at River Breeze, but we we took uh, scenic, yeah, yeah, scenic route. We went look for a couple fish. Mm, that's uh, a did shame. you guys go fish? Yeah, for a little, mm. for a couple minutes. Really? It was really starting to blow, and there was you know like visible rain <laughs> around. So we lit one little shoreline, kind of just blind cast it for a little bit. As opposed to invisible rain. Just, I mean, like visible falling rain. <laughs> you uh, can see it coming. Yeah, is yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, and uh, we went to a little dock, uh, fished a dock for some smaller snook, and, and nothing was happening. It was just so, like, edge of storm. Right. Nothing was really, it was really windy, too. Well, uh, it was. We kind of did a caravan back towards uh, the takeout, and uh, did you have like a weird bum drive your car? No, no. (laughs) Give them forty (laughs) dollars. Leave your keys out. We uh, we did kind of replicate the morning session with leaving a boat behind yet again. Again. And uh, I, I felt bad. Like here's here's that situation when when I saw you guys come off plane and I knew that Shannon was like, they, you know, are, are you going to leave them? I was like, if I slow down, we're stuck You're with stuck them. Too, right? You know, I, the the choice is check on them later. Yep. I know where they are. I know which way they should go. Um, but I'm not going to stop. Right. And and hopefully that was the right choice. I. I I think understand you guys, oh, yeah. you guys were able to pull back and uh yeah it was just we were loaded down with two boats worth of stuff and i never let off the throttle like you taught me larry <laughs> just, i was going in hot and it just 
the engine got hotter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we gotta we gotta look at like what is going on with your. That's a fairly new motor, right? It is, and it's that's actually the second time that it's heated up. The first time and it, and it was looks with like me, it's, you and Andrew, right? And is it peeing? It is. Uh-huh. It's weird. I don't know. I mean, if a certain somebody would have followed us back, he could have probably diagnosed it on the spot. But mm-hmm. he decided to go take a scenic scenic route. Yeah, it's a little tour of the lagoon. Ted, you you went Long straight way. straight away back to uh, Canaveral. No, I kind of hung out with Carl. Uh, watched him fish a little bit, and uh, just yeah, just kind of cruised around. I wasn't ready to go home yet. Okay. And then uh, probably about shortly after that, half hour later. Was it because of the visible rain that you decided visible, to go home? Visible, uh, yeah, rain. yeah, exactly. That's the only reason why I decided to go home was because the rain was visibly intruding on my attempt to enjoy a nice afternoon. So, did you get on the boat with them and no. watch, or you were just like, no, no, I, I was actually pulling just behind. So, oh, okay. Yeah. You should have shot some video. Media, 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 yeah. media, yeah, media boat. premium content. Yeah, you know, media boat just wasn't having it today. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty rare footage, Carl fishing. That's right. That's right. The rarest would be Carl polling. Oh, that. that <laughs> I didn't even know that was possible. Well, you, you post those images to your Twitter, right? Only Twitter. <laughs> Only the tweets. I have two. I have two followers on Twitter now. Who's Do- it? Yeah, I doubled. So. Somebody, figured, like, out, somebody no. figured out who your tw- what your Twitter No, was. one's like a total like bot, like a Russian bot. <laughs> it's a Russian misinformation bot. <laughs> and then one actual person. Russian fake news bot, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so that's pretty cool. I mean, I doubled my followers. <laughs> Either right. way. Either way. Plus one. Right. So, Carl, you... Uh, is that the first time that you've been on the Dead Rise? Uh, I, th- yeah, I think so. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? Oh, really nice, super nice. Um, too nice to give somebody a tow. Oh yeah, okay. way too nice. Well, yeah, you can't be towing people around. <laughs> no, the uh, it's the kind of like Mac Daddy full full version. It's got. I mean, all the options that are on that boat really aren't meant to be bought on the same boat. He basically just tried everything he had. Well, I thought it was it was odd um, that a flat skiff, uh, polling skiff, has a anchor locker. Anchor locker, the the. Baitwell in the front bulkhead. I saw that. It's like see-through, clear. So it's got three hatches on the front. Okay. Those aren't all made to get by at the same time. Okay. That's just just like Yeah, yeah, this is like the available like options or whatever. Um, That's that's kind of a pre-production boat of sorts. Um, I would ask you how it pulls, but I know better. Never, yeah. (laughs) I I wouldn't know the difference. Uh, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, yeah. Seemed like he was having a great time back there. But the uh, for where we were, big seventy horse motor. For where we were with all that crazy stuff on there, it was we were all in the same place. Yeah, we yeah. had little tiny tiny boats, you know, and 
and running around. So I, you know, I think it really did well. Rode nice, comfortable. Um, the people say fit and finish kind of a lot, but that boat's really got that down. It is really just nice, dialed nice in. to look at. Nice, you know, all the hatches fit really well, and all the non-skid and everything is really just real tight. That's the first time I've seen that boat, and I've probably seen pictures of it and just not really looked at it. But like today, looking at it, the spray rails. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very unique spray rail yeah, on the like bow. Yeah, like scalloped. Well, you know what yeah. it looks like to me? It looks like a knife. Mm-hmm. It's a handle, and then right. it comes down, oh, and then yeah. it's like a swept blade. Yeah, that makes and, sense. And it yeah, really yeah. looks like yeah. a knife. And I was like, that, that's what struck yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You know. The, um, yeah, those are, those ones on that boat that we're on today are made by hand they're not in the mold really yeah they're they're now in the mold okay the original one had like smaller like kind of played down versions and uh he wanted to be to be drier so he made he built that built onto that one we we're on today and then changed the mold later and on. then ch- but he's been after that boat forever and ever and ever he's been developing that thing forever yeah but and pretty, still pretty pretty skiff, yeah. no doubt about it. Oh yeah, yeah, and it was I mean pretty slick. As we far as um, ride and dry and fast and I mean cushy seats. Yeah, there's there's good. No. Ben and I had an opportunity to run the uh, outlaw. Well, I ran the outlaw. I took took Ben for a spin. What do you think, buddy? Uh, you gonna get one? Well, yeah, for sure that. Words can't even describe how epic that boat is. It um, it was everything I wanted it to be, and then some. And you could tell it instantly, right off the gate. It uh, floats super shallow, incredibly shallow, jumps out of the hole quick. But I mean, my goodness, my me. observation. Uh, let me jump in. That little skiff floats so shallow that. They were having a hard time, like, finding somewhere on the sandbar to run it aground. Yeah. They ended up having to just put the motor down, you know. Yeah. I mean, when I slid up to the, onto the sandbar, you know, I, I got out, and my, my boat wasn't going to float away. I threw a lot, you know, the anchor out, right. knowing that the tide was coming in, and it would eventually do that. But, shit, I was watching. Bree was, like, staying with the boat, because if she got out of it, it'd just start drifting it away. Would. I mean, it, it was literally in, yeah, you know, true. an that's inch true. or two of water, yeah. and it was still floating away. I, yeah. I was struck by that. It, it was incredible. And then, honestly, how stinking dry it is. I've been in smaller, narrower beam boats like that, and you take any kind of chop, and you're feeling it. And we went through a, several big boat wakes. Uh-huh. You floored it through them. And I just watched that water go out the side. I didn't feel a single drop. And then to be able to take that boat and slow it way the heck down and trim down the nose, you can, I mean, I don't know what the speed was. I wish I had thought to pull out my GPS, but I'm slow crawling on plane. Yeah, like 10, 12. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hunched over. And if, if you're in a bad place and you need to get out, you can just cut that motor and then 17 20 feet you're in a complete mm-hmm. point in the opposite direction and the whole time you're i mean the the rail was barely inches above the water and it 
I wasn't getting wet. I was sitting there looking at the water. It was incredible. I'm excited. The uh, The plan is to put the down payment down when we go up to Charleston in October and start working toward buying this sick boat. Mm. Yeah, it's it's it was, a neat little ride. There's and no it, doubt about Wilds it. Wilds is a, is a cool guy and a great sport. He When we got uh, Mark's boat back to the ramp, I drove my truck and empty trailer back <laughs> to come pick my Ginu back up off the island in the Taylor Park that we beached it on in Wilds. Had already cleaned up his stuff and was already done for the day, and he graciously took me back out and rescued me in a sick, yeah, so you got to go for a second, take second. It for a second time, which is... Did you and guys run around in it, or you just did point A to point B to go get your skiff? A to B, it was a. It started downpouring, but we. Uh, I was going to say I don't know how you guys danced around that because we didn't. By the time we danced yeah, through it, by the time we got out, in a guys very nimble, been, yeah, technical skiff. <laughs> uh, it, it was it was epic. I was I was very pleased with it. Sitting there looking back at my Ginu having some bitter feelings toward it <laughs> but smiling down and be like well I got around two in the Drake boat out of this so it was uh, it was pretty cool yeah. I like the Ginu but it's it's time to move on yeah there's a time and a place for that kind of stuff yeah and yeah. like backwater is cool but dang I mean I'm pretty sure that Drake boat floats every bit as shallow as my oh, Ginu yeah. does uh-huh. it, one heck of a boat oh yeah absolutely I'd feel kind of bad throwing one off the side of like a road yeah. That's where, like, the Ginu would probably still be something that you could keep on your side yard. Exactly. You know, but, I mean, for all intents and purposes, like, you'll be in the same place, same water, same yeah. use, same, you know. Yep. That, I mean, the smallest of small. Yeah. That's yeah. a, that's a, a real boat that can go in, like, kayak trails. If you really exactly. Want it to, you know. Yeah. And just so you know, it does handle manatees pretty well. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Manatee approved. <laughs> my, uh, number one goal for my. Uh, I'm thinking hurricane hunters, but with manatees, where you try to keep a running tally <laughs> <laughs> of the damage that can be done. All right, well, well fellas, uh, I tell you what, it was a banner day on the lagoon. Great day. day. It was an yeah. awesome day, uh-huh. and uh, you know everything we've talked about tonight, whether it was Ted's trip out to Colorado. What we did uh, just here in the Taylor Park, uh, this is really what has been awesome about doing what we're doing. And we had hoped to see some other folks like come out and meet up with us. Yeah. Um, didn't happen. And you know what? We had just as much just, fun. Yeah. And uh, we'll be doing it again. And if anybody that's listening happens to be in Central Florida and sees it on our Instagram or on the Facebook that we're doing it. We really encourage you to come out, come hang out. out. Um, building this little social network, uh, you never know where it can take you. Ted got a pretty rad, gnar float. Mm. Uh, Super gnar. So gnar, bro. Bro. So, I mean, basically, so, if you come and hang out in the lagoon, you can wake up in Ben's house. Colorado. That's right. In right. Colorado. Right. Yeah. And then some bum will drive your car around for 40 bucks. <laughs> While you wait in Tent City. Right. So, I mean, it all looks pretty good. They could probably, they could probably, good run, that, they could probably run that operation out of the meth lab. Yeah, oh, they could. <laughs> they could. <laughs> they could. <laughs> hey, you know, I'll put in you river just have to pay them in any beer that ends in ice. That's right. right. Yeah. And, and they would probably take warm 
ice. Oh yeah, for sure. For for payment, you know, you just leave your keys on top of the four pack of the warm ice, yeah. and you're good to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, shit, boys, this is like our third one in like what ten days. So yeah, yeah, yeah. stellar. We'll be. Uh, we're on a roll. You know, I think we just released yesterday what we did. I'm not sure. Was it yesterday, day before? So we'll probably leave this one in the hopper for a few days. Yeah. Andrew is uh, flying north to Nashville tomorrow. Um, hopefully, by the time we've released this, we will have heard that he is gainfully employed. Yeah. Um, kind of would be bittersweet because it means he's going to be moving, but... Right. You know now is he uh, is this going to be out before uh, Taylor's ball? Oh, for sure, for sure. Taylor's ball is a month away. A month away. Oh yeah, yeah. So, Taylor's ball is over a month away. Yeah, Taylor's so ball. We'll probably put a couple more out before we go to Taylor's ball. October twelfth. Twelfth. Yep. Yeah. Weekend. So something to look forward to there as well. That's right. All right. Well, fellas, it's been real. Let's wrap it up and uh, get on out of here. Ted's going to turn into a pumpkin.